also brought to you by the Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. Eat local, but stay coastal at the Boatyard Restaurant. The Boatyard is located at 1555 Southeast 17th Street in Fort Lauderdale. That means you can come by boat or you can come by car. Enjoy the nautical atmosphere whether you sit inside in the cold AC or outside on the patio bar. The Boatyard has something for everyone. Monday through Friday, happy hour. Where local favorite is bar bites and handcrafted cocktails. Open for lunch, dinner, and the popular Sunday brunch. And don't forget, ladies night. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. where ladies drink free. Dock and dine at the famous Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. I am sure you'll have a great experience. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. This is uh, Captain Jeff, the Lunker Dog, and um, Lamont Jones. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This episode is episode 25, The Kelly Slater Effect. <laughs> and it's brought to you by Tarpon River Brewery in downtown Old Fort Lauderdale. Tarpon River Brewery, find them on Facebook, find them on Instagram, find them on Twitter. They're all over social media. It's a great place. Jeff and I go there. We actually hang out there. And we did our triple live from there. It's a pretty cool place, right, Jeff? No, I love the Tarpon River Brewery, and it's got Tarpon right in the name. Old school Fort Lauderdale people do that one. And, um, yeah, if you get a chance, roll by Tarpon River Brewery, and um, they got the Fisherman Lager. It's the place to get a good beer. And also, our sponsor this week is Real Reports, realreports.com. That's where you go for all of your um, fishing reports. Right. If you uh, want to... See what people are catching all over the East Coast, Louisiana, Texas, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, all the way up to the Mid-Atlantic and even New York and all those losers. So <laughs> you guys can get all the fishing reports on realreports.com. <laughs> They're, <laughs> They're not losers, but okay. All right. Now they're not losers, but that kind of brings us into um, the topic for today and the Kelly Slater effect. Do you know, yeah. what, I, do you know what I mean about the Kelly Slater effect? I don't. I don't know what it is. Well, like Kelly Slater, by far, hands down, no arguments, the world's best surfer. The, right, I mean, he's really, the goat. The best surfer that the world has ever seen. Yep, the goat. Yeah, the goat. Yeah. But, but like, it's not like there's other dudes up there with him. He's no. the best dude. Right. Kelly Slater grew up by Sebastian Inlet here, right. in, here in Florida. Three to four foot chop. I mean, they got some nicer waves, you know, than three to four foot chop, but it damn sure ain't Malibu Beach. No. It's not Pipeline. No. It's not, you know, all these breaks in Australia or whatever. I mean, Kelly had to basically surf on anything that he could. And by doing that, and then he goes out to California and fishes with guys that only wanted to surf the best of the best waves, he could totally, totally shred. On any condition. On nasty waves. Right. Nasty waves all the way to the best stuff. And when he had the best waves, he could make the best out of it because he had to force himself to do that on these sorry waves that we have here on the East Coast of Florida. And I say sorry because, you know, we're comparing it to the world circuit. Right. Where you compare, where's he from, Melbourne or Sebastian area? Correct. And um, there is no comparison between that and the North Shore of Oahu. None. Correct. And it kind of works that way um, in the fishing world. It definitely works that way in the uh, football world. South Florida, but especially 
Fort Lauderdale, when we're talking about fishing, has harvested some of the best fishermen in the world. And it's not that we don't have great fishing here, just like they have great surfing in um, Sebastian Inlet. But we are in a resource that is constantly declining. Right. And it's getting harder and harder to catch trophy fish in this area. So not only do you have to become great at whatever it is your query is, like I'm into tarpon and big snook. Um, the Peter Millers of the world and the sailfish circuit are into catching the sailfish. Then you've got the meat fishermen that are into, you know, their snappers or whatever the heck they're into. And they all have their game. Yeah. And their arena is shrinking and it's getting harder to fish in. So not only do you have to learn the fishery and overcome the fish in the ocean and the elements, but you also have to overcome a declining pop fish population. And you have to share that fish population with people. With more and more people every year. Right. Yeah. Now, what we do have going for us is we can fish 365 days a year, every year here in Fort Lauderdale. But the same effect What do you mean? Like the guys in New York, they don't fish 365 days a year? No. How many days do they fish? Not 365. The hardest core, the hardest of the hardest, and this is a sport fisherman. Yeah. They'll fish into November. They'll just freezing their balls off in November, but they get the gear and the equipment. And then going into, you know, December, they get ready for the holidays and stuff, and they pretty much hang up their fishing gear. And they hang it up in December, January, February, and they'll start squeaking it out kind of in March, but not really. Nothing really happens again until April. Jesus. Right. And, when the, and those are the hardest of the hard. Right. Most dudes wrap it up in September. They're wrapping up their beach houses and stuff the first, like, uh, what is that, uh, Labor Day, the first week in September. Yeah. They go down to their beach house. They go to their boat or wherever. They wrap everything up, and we'll unwrap next May. Yeah. Here in Fort Lauderdale, we're able to practice the sport, you know, 365 days a year. We don't have to deal with that horse malarkey. But putting yourself... In a competitive level in the 305 and the 954, that's Miami, Fort Lauderdale for the people that, you know, it's funny because this podcast is like going all over the world right. and we talk like everybody knows about right. Fort Lauderdale Beach and Miami Beach, but I don't know, they get it. We have that Kelly Slater effect in fishing and we pretty much produce the best of all types of fishermen. They come right out of Fort Lauderdale. And I mean all types of fishermen. I don't mean like brook trout, you know, or salmon. Right. Or yeah, that yeah. kind of crap. Yeah. But take Mark Croca, for instance. Yeah. Mark Croca is probably just like Kelly Slater. But now he's in the Keys. He's in Isla Mirada. He's the best of the best. If you guys don't know, Mark Croca started fishing. He's, what, one generation ahead of us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's so good... he did what Jeff does 20 years beforehand. He's the guy that we watched when we were little kids. Right. In and, this area. Right. And he was, he was a great guide and a really good dude and just, you know, a great fisherman. But he started here, here in Fort Lauderdale and then took his skills to the Keys. And when he went to the Keys, just like when Kelly Slater went to California and Hawaii, yeah. he shined. And he was the best of the best. Right. Well, if you know anything about high school football down here, and I know you do, you played. But, you know, all of the major colleges, minor colleges, every college wants um, 
skill football players from the 954 and the 305, Dade and Broward. Yeah. Because those kids grow up in a youth football system where they've, the recruiters, coaches, and scouts, you know, they, they say that the kids down here have ice water in their veins because they know, like, even as freshmen, they can go and play at whatever institution they were drafted or, you know, recruited by. Right. You want to go to University of Vermont? That kid's going to be the star on the team. Go to Alabama? That kid's going to be the star on the team. They all come from South Florida. Yeah. And I, I, I really think that, um, that Fort Lauderdale and Miami, whether it's football, whether it's fishing, whether it's tennis, God, we've had some great tennis yeah. players come out of here. Yeah. The competition level and the expectations and the elements, I don't know, it has a weird chemistry to it that brings the best of the best out of people. And that's what I'm telling you is the Kelly Slater effect. Yeah. No, it's, I, I see it. I see what you're talking about. It's definitely. Um, like tennis, for instance. You yeah. know about tennis. Yeah. How many great tennis players yeah. came, right? I mean, There's from right like here. There's like three right now in the women's top ten from Fort Lauderdale or from Broward. What is the, uh, the girl that was just in the Wimbledon, the real young girl, um, that did really well? Coco. Coco. You know, she is Troy Grant, who I played high school football with. Uh-huh. Niece. Wow. Yeah. So I saw on Facebook that, uh, um, you know, of course, Troy was really pushing for her and everything. And I'm like, man, is that his daughter? And then I read a little bit further. and I was like, oh, no, it's his niece. But for the first time, I think in my lifetime, I actually sat down and watched the Wimbledon because I knew that little girl came from the vintage of Broward County. Yeah. And it was kind of cool. And she competed on a high high, high level yeah yeah no, she made it i think to the quarterfinals at 15 years old that's the kelly beat one of the williams sisters that's the kelly slater effect right yeah you know you grow up here you expect to be able to compete with the best maybe you're not giving all you're not given the best arena or the best coaches or the best systems but you overcome that and you put yourself on a higher pedestal i don't know it's just something that I observed. I thought maybe the audience would dig it. I don't know if they're actually going to get it, but everybody knows about Kelly Slater now. Everybody that's interested in water um, sports, whether it's fishing or anything, I imagine you know we have some quite a wide variety of um, people listening to this podcast. When we go out to eat at any place that serves clam chowder or anything, there's always <laughs> three or four guys that get up out of their booth and come over and say hi to you, Jeff. Hey, big fans of the podcast. You know, they watch the videos over the years. And whether they're young guys, you know, still in high school, just out of high school and still able to wear board shorts, or they're the older 40 to 45-year-old guy that's, you know, 70 or 80 pounds overweight with the big beard and still wearing the board shorts, but he's got the elastic. (laughs) He's got the elastic waist. They should. Anybody that's rocking board shorts should know who Kelly Slater is. If you're wearing board shorts and you don't know who Kelly Slater is, Jump on the Wikipedia. Well, I'm going to make this. We're going to make this this episode really short. But that's the Kelly Slater effect. It happens down here in the 305 and the 954. It happens on the east coast of Florida. I think a lot of it has to do with being able to do your sport, compete at a high level, 365 days a year. I was one of those cornerbacks that showed up and thought that I was just better than everybody, even though I wasn't. I thought I I was. And it's a it's a Broward, it's an East Coast Florida thing. And we got them. 
Yeah. We got fishermen. We got tennis players. We got golfers. We got, they all come from out of here. And they put themselves in a position to compete with the best in the world. And they believe they can compete with the best in the world. I don't know. Chemistry is a weird thing. But it definitely is common. Even happy bait. Look at Tim O'Connor. He's won the thing twice. He's from here. <laughs> Dude, even in our own made-up bullshit, they're <laughs> the best of the best is here. As a matter of fact, we're going to be doing an episode on happy bait coming up next week with Mike Grimm. Looking forward to that. Mike Grimm is almost, I don't know, we'll call him like the up-and-coming happy baiter of recent you know, two decades. Somebody to carry the torch. You know, so we're going to get into that with them. It's almost happy bait time. We always do a big celebration, probably a lunker con down at Tarpon River Brewery. But uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you got what we were trying to get across today. And now you guys know what the Kelly Slater effect. Run that dog. <laughs>